I'm Laura Max Rose, mother of two, and you're listening to Look Ma No Hands, my candid dispatches from the front lines of motherhood. I ask the real, tough, honest questions on motherhood-related topics that we're all wanting to know more about, in hopes it will make everyone's journey fulfilling, easier, and more joyful. If you're not a mom, welcome. I want you to know how happy I am that you're listening and that these topics can be applied to any season of life. I'm grateful you're along for the ride. Welcome back to Look Ma No Hands. I am your host, Laura Max Rose, and today I am doing an episode on something that has been on many of our minds lately. If you've turned on the news or read a newspaper, my husband still reads the newspaper, but I think he's the only one left, or just even looked on Facebook, you have probably seen some very alarming information about the coronavirus. A lot of us are alarmed, but we don't really know this, we don't really have the information that we need to make informed decisions about how to handle a threat like this. We haven't faced one in a very long time. So I'm really excited to bring you someone who can give us that information. Um, joined to, I'm joined today by Dr. Gail Clayton. Welcome to the specialist. She is also an adjunct professor of biochemistry at the University of Bridgeport. Welcome again, Gail. I'm so excited to talk to you about this. This is a subject I truly know nothing about. And when things alarm me in the news, my usual response is, okay, I can't handle this. I have to focus on my what's in front of me. I got to take care of my kids. I got to keep them alive. And this is overwhelming. So I tend to just block it out a little bit. And as I as the days go by, I realize this is actually pretty imminent. This is something we're all talking about. Um, this is spreading and I need to know more. And I'm sure a lot of the people who listen to this show want to know more as well. So um, first, we'll just dive right in. And I'm going to ask you what made you dive into coronavirus research with your background? Well, Laura, I was kind of like you when I first ha- heard about it. I, I was like, okay, I don't want to listen to this. This is another media-driven vaccine uh, sales by the, by the media. They, lot, you know, every year we hear, uh, oh, the flu is here. Everybody's going to die. And, you know, so everybody gets panicked and runs down and gets a flu shot. And the media just freaks out if there's like two measles cases, right? Yeah, well, you it know, felt like, that way to me. Like, oh like, my God, this is another media freak out and I can't, yeah. I can't indulge And this. I was just like laughing at, at people that were freaking out about it. I'm like, come on guys, you know, it was probably me like too. fake. <laughs> my husband's terrified of, of things like this. And he was like, oh my God, can you believe what's going on? I'm just like, <laughs> nothing's going on. Everything's fine. But yeah. it's but, Clearly. But, but what made me kind of change my mind about it is that the media was like totally ignoring it and downplaying it, uh, which is so unlike them. You know, they don't want to let a good crisis go to waste, you know. Really? That's, the, that's so true. You can actually kind of tell when something really is wrong when they are ignoring it because yeah. I know, yeah. pe- you know, I know people who are really who are in China or who have traveled through. I mean, it is so much worse than what we know is going on right now. Um, It's kind of the same thing with here, like in Houston, when there's a chemical plant explosion and all these chemicals are released into the air and nobody talks about it. Um, It's the same thing. Like when the media really needs to be discussing something, that's that's when you should be alarmed when they're not talking about it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I thought, even even the alternative medicine doctors, naturopaths and chiropractors and nutritionists, they were all kind of starting to talk about it and nobody was acting like it was fake. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what if this really is real? And I continue to ignore it. So then I decided, well, let me look into this, because if this is real, it's probably going to go widespread. We're all going to be exposed to it eventually, no matter what the containment efforts are, because it's 
it's obvious that that China has has failed in its containment efforts. Even as as militant as they are, and for, you know, I hear that they're soldering people in their homes. They're locking people up. Four hundred million people are on lockdown, um, and they're still unable to contain the virus. Um, the virus is pretty. Um, pretty easily transmitted it through is it like, more droplets. contagious than the flu do we know that <clears throat> i think so well okay. it's it's aerosolized and the thing is is it's it the virus can stay on an inanimate object for nine days and i'm reading the new uh stuff coming out is that it can survive on a sub on a surface for up to 27 days i don't know how um how true that is but that's some of the new information that i'm hearing is that much longer than how i mean what how long does a typical virus survive on an on an inanimate object well it really depends some viruses you know like hiv it, it, you know you you have to have personal contact right you know uh of the mucous membranes um and but some viruses may live a few hours but uh, this one is, is pretty, pretty sturdy. So you decided to start doing research on the coronavirus once you realized, okay, this is really, this is serious and I right. want to know more. Right. Because, I, you know, I thought, well, if it's, if this is true and it mm-hmm. re- this is not a, a fake media scare to sell vaccine because, you know, honestly, there's not a vaccine out there. The way the virus replicates is actually getting inside the cell. So they... They bind to, our cells have all these proteins. So there's a couple of glycoproteins that are on the cell surface. And the bind, this, the virus can bind to some of those receptors. One is called ACE2 and the other one is called DPP4. And um, when it binds to that membrane, it's able to get in. And once it gets in, it hijacks the whole cellular um, uh, machinery inside. And then it basically will take over the whole glucose uh, pathway and, and start feeding itself and, uh, and wow. start replicating. And it just basically turns the whole cell into a viral factory. Okay, and that's why the cytokines, they're going around and they're killing the whole in cell. If the cell gets infected, the cytokine will go and kill the entire cell. So that's what's happening at the mucus lining of your lungs. And then you can't do this. You can't um, do the carbon dioxide oxygen exchange that's supposed to happen because of all the cells are all lysed open and mucus, and you know there's no really good cell surface area for this exchange gas exchange to happen. So there's a couple of compounds that I looked at. So once I understood the mechanism and I saw the receptors, I'm like, oh, I know what blocks those receptors. What blocks them? <laughs> well, there's two things that that uh, nutrients, and you know, I'm all into the whole natural stuff. You know, I'm not a, a fan of big pharma. So uh, something called AHCC, which mm-hmm. is active hexose correlated compound. And it's a type of mushroom, and it can bind to those receptors. So if you have a whole bunch of, of, of that in there, it'll bind to that HACV2 receptor and prevent the virus from actually accessing it. So you can decrease the, the proliferation rate by... Um, by flooding it with this with this mushroom compound, and it also prevents that huge cytokine storm that 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 causes uh, so much inflammation that actually causes the heart attack. So where where can one find this mushroom? Um, 
you can get it online and you know i have the dosages and the and the brands that i like on, on my website mm-hmm. and um and also uh, i have a link to my dispensary if you want to get it through there you're um, I offer a really fantastic discount, but if you know if you can get it wherever you want, but I'm gonna give away the protocol for free because you know I don't want to see a huge crisis here, and I don't I want to help as many people as I can. Now the other supplement that blocks that DPP four is spirulina. Oh, you're kidding! It's a blue green algae. What that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's highly antiviral. And, um, you know, you have to take, a, you know, large doses of it. So if you, could, if you use, the thing about nutrients are, it's so different from drugs. You know, if you have two drugs that have similar mechanism action, instead of it working better, it's just more toxic. Right. But with nutrients, when you use nutrients that have a similar uh, mechanism of action, they have synergy. Wow. Yeah. So spirulina, so we the spirulina that we can get anywhere, is there a specific type yeah, that you, you like? You want to be careful about spirulina, make sure it's a really good, clean source, because spirulina is grown in these big vats in the ground, and if it's a pol- highly polluted area, like uh, it'll absorb the, the heavy metals from the lakes, and so you don't want to get something that has a lot of heavy metals in it. Um, I know Dr. McCole is, uh, I think is uh, Pure Blue mm-hmm. is, a, is a pretty good um, source of, of clean spirulina. Um, wow. You know, I would stick with the professional brands. And you can, I have all of the brands as a download, a PDF download on my website. And um, what I think that the optimal doses of, of each, and then I have like how to adjust it for children. But what do we do now? I mean, this virus is continuing to spread. And where does that leave us? The quarantining 400 million people right. isn't working. And we have people over here, I know, who are just terrified. And they're also thinking about their children. Mm-hmm. I know you've done a lot of research about how the coronavirus could affect children. Can you share that with us? Well, well, when I was looking at my research, you know, in order to survive this, you want to know how does this virus actually get into the body and proliferate? What is the mechanism of action? And then... What is the mechanism that actually kills us? Okay, right. um, and so what I what I looked at is is uh, you know how its effect on the immune system, and so when we're breathing it in, the it's met with the immune system at the lining of our lung tissue, the epithelial lining, and we have a lot of mucus there. There's a lot of interplay because we have to have immune cells at that lining in the lung. Because every breath we take, we breathe in, we, we have a lot of toxins, a lot of particles, pathogens, bacteria, and the immune system it just kind of eats it and, and takes it to the lymph and for, for easy disposal, right? Mm-hmm. And so when this pathogen comes in and it, it meets the immune system at that, um, that layer, now if we have a really good a healthy cell membranes and healthy epithelial layer of the lung um, and and our barriers are intact you know because the mucus kind of acts as a barrier and we have a lot of antioxidants at that membrane too that can kind of help and uh, protect the, the cell membranes and, and, and protect us from the, the the pathogens from entering the cell but once those barriers become breached because of 
you know, a history of poor diet, a history of smoking, and our, you know, our cell membranes are already kind of screwed up, then the virus can kind of get in. And, and it, it has what we call an evasion strategy, where it impairs the immune, res- the, the immune system from recognizing it. That's why it takes so long to get symptoms from it, because it's, it's hiding from it, the immune I didn't system. know that. It takes a long time to get symptoms. Yeah, they're okay. saying it can take up to two weeks or okay. maybe and maybe even longer before you have symptoms. And so it wants to establish itself as like some of the normal flora. And, um, and it does that by impairing uh, one part of our immune system. See, so we have basically two arms of the immune system. Our, we have the innate immune system that we're born with and that's what all kids have and we develop and and we develop the other immune system later on in life and so this immune system that we're born with is is always patrolling it's like little I I describe it to my students as like little pac-man they go around and they just they test they they sample all your tissues and you know and it asks the question well is this me and right. if, and if it's if it is you then it just kind of floats away but it gobbles up anything it's not specific it'll it'll eat chemicals toxins and all of that um and so what it does is it gobbles it up and inside these immune cells are like really nasty chemicals and enzymes and it liquefies the pathogen and kind of blows it up and then it takes parts of the the that pathogen and over to the adaptive immune cells that are sitting in your lymph and the adaptive immune system is sitting there saying oh you know i'm i'm going to wait and you know when i when i get fed something that's very interesting like a mm-hmm. virus or bacteria I'm going to start like cloning out like 10 to the 5, 10 to the 6. And it may take, you know, a week or so to get that thing really, really going. So the job of the uh, innate immune system is to kind of keep hold down the fort. And then the, the adaptive immune system, they make specialized cells. They, they, it's very, very specific for that pathogen. And they home back to that tissue where that pathogen is. So all of this T cell gets ramped up in our lymph and that's why kids don't get as sick because their adaptive immune system isn't ramped up and the adaptive immune system makes these inflammatory cytokines and then they go back to the lung tissue now you've got this massive cytokine storm going on in the lung and then um, there's so much inflammation that it, it destroys the cell membranes so it's really adults who are more vulnerable to the really catastrophic <clears throat> consequences of the coronavirus. But what else determines uh, how well we will fare if we were to contract it? Well, one thing you want to make sure if you want to survive it, what I'm what you know, I'm telling people is to change your diet now. You know, if you're a smoker, stop smoking. Make sure you're getting plenty of sleep at night. Make sure that you um you know, uh, if, if you have sleep apnea, you want to be wearing your CPAP. And, and, um, if you already have cardiovascular disease, uh, some kind of lung issue, you want to really support that and, and try to, you know, fix your cell membranes. Diet is huge. And so I recommend changing over to like a whole 30 or paleo diet, so that you're now so that your cell membranes have an, enough time to repair and get healthy before and that's you really get something sick. that can build up 
our cell membranes to the point that that would make that would be a determining factor between right, whether or not we right. would be we would fare well or fare right. very poorly. Yeah, and so if your cell membranes are already sick, um, you know, uh, we can repair that. And mm-hmm. even taking um, things like tocotrienol, N-acetylcysteine, and glutathione can help with the barriers, help repair the barriers and help shore up those cell membranes and protect it from all the damage when the cytokine storm does come. So why is, so this is not the first time we've seen virus spread this way, but why is this, why is the coronavirus so much more dangerous than other threats that we have to our immune system? Well, um, that's a really good question. It, it, you know, because it's entering into the, into the lungs, it's a, you know, I'm, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that it was developed as a stealth pathogen, as a bioweapon, and that it was bioengineered. I don't know how true that is. Well, we, what we do know, though, is that it was contracted from, it was from bats, correct? Well, that's what they're saying. We just don't, we don't know, but that's what we, yeah. and that's the information we have. To, I don't know who, who really knows. I think very few people really know the answers and know the truth behind it. All I know is what I can read and what I can study. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, as far as like where it originated from, I, I'm, does it I'm seem not, like a virus that's strong enough to be con- like, it, does it seem like it's much stronger than what we've seen? Like what other viruses could do is the damages is the damage that could be wreaked by coronavirus much stronger than just well, the regular old flu, which people die. More people die of the flu than coronavirus. So, well, I don't I don't think that we have seen the full effect of the coronavirus because pe- pe- uh, the, the percent that die from the flu is like 0.01 percent. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty low. Mm-hmm. And uh, the percent that that is coming out of China is maybe five to 10 percent. But those, you know, maybe they're not getting medical care and, and you know, all of that. We don't really know. But outside of China, I'm hearing um mortality rates of one to two percent so that's quite high that is quite high so while while the statistic i keep hearing is that like don't worry about the coronavirus more people die of the flu every day right um what we're not paying as much attention to is the percentage of people who are dying from it that do contract it that it's more dangerous right right i i I believe it's more dangerous just like the sars virus was much more dangerous um than the flu virus okay so we can take better care of ourselves to you know, have healthier immune systems in the event that this does grow, which is something, do you believe that we're going to be seeing more and more cases? Do you think the worst isn't over yet? Is that where you're coming from? I don't think it's gotten here yet. Okay. And Um, you think it will, and you think it will spread? I think it's here already. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that news about it is being suppressed. Okay. Um, hospitals are seeing more, more people with respiratory distress they don't have the testing available to confirm or deny it's mm-hmm. a coronavirus. And I'm a little concerned at the lack of preparation of, of the hospitals. Like they're not protecting their uh, personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they're just acting like like, like nothing's a, no, not like nothing's happening, like there's no threat. Well, it's hard to feel like there is one because we're so insulated from like, we hear a lot of alarmist information, but we don't really hear like any of, we don't really know what's going on, you know? Right. I guess, so it's, it's difficult to really, unlike, to really take in the magnitude. So um, 
there are supplements and other recommendations that we can other other things that we can do are there any supplements that we can take that can help us well right up front i think taking tocotrienols which is a special form of vitamin e Mm -hmm. and it's a all the recent studies out are showing that it's um much much more effective at protecting our cell membranes at preventing all of this these this free radical damage to our cells glutathione uh n-acetylcysteine which is also known as nac those can like shore up and protect your your cell membranes and you can take these supplements every day i've not heard of any of them i'm a oh yeah just yeah like the yeah. generic vitamin kind yeah. of gal so okay so these are things that we can just buy at gnc or wherever we purchase vitamins from uh correct okay correct and we can and we can take them on a daily basis to strengthen our immune system you can and then there's other things um you know uh ganoderma or reishi mushroom Mm -hmm. can help support your innate immune system so as we get older we lose our innate immune system and now the heavy lifting and the heavy burden is on the adaptive immune system that's why these older people have um, this cytokine storm and that's causing all of this inflammation and then that causes a cardiovascular uh, collapse you know we have all of this coagulation and everything and our whole heart muscle is very very uh, vascular and that's why a lot of people are dying from heart attacks and then once that gets going then you end up with multi-system organ failure and 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 can die from that so you're going to be putting together a webinar to share all the information that you've gathered having researched the coronavirus pretty intensely over the last few weeks or month or however long we've been dealing with it. So where your webinar is not available yet, but will, when will it become available? I'm hoping to release that um, by the end of this week. Okay. And it's going to be on my website at um, www.drgailclayton.com. And we can watch this and learn more about what the coronavirus is and how we can effectively prevent it from spreading in our... Right. And if you, you know, if you, if you sign up to watch it, then um, I'm also, I also have a downloadable um, survival plan, exactly what supplements, what brands um, that I like and that I recommend and, uh, you know, like what to do before you get sick. Uh, to make your body healthy and then once you if you do get sick um, you know how to step it up a notch to kind of get in there and really uh, minimize the cytokine storm and minimize the damage so you did all this research by yourself I did I and did. what were your feelings when you realized like wait hold on I think I know something that could really help a lot of people well when I was doing the research I kind of got myself into some PTSD and I was having like some palpitations and I'm like oh my gosh I need some therapy because I'm like <laughs> really I'm spiraling and out of the fear and then I was I you know I got really excited when I was reading um, how the virus replicates and I already knew how I could block that and so I came up with a you know a plan of how to do it and then I realized you know what I'm more scared of running out of toilet paper than I am of getting this virus now because I'm so confident that I'm healthy enough and I'm 63 mm-hmm. and I know how to I know how to fight this virus. I know how to uh, optimize my body. My diet is like really clean except for an occasional cheat here and there because you know of course it's it's no fun if you can't no fun like, if you can't have a little fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, so I kind of stocked up. <laughs> with six months of toilet paper because I'm like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out. You know, I'm China's shutting down and there's going to be a, a shortage on. Oh, toilet I haven't paper. even thought about that. Oh my gosh. You're way ahead of me. I was like, wait, why is she talking up on toilet paper? And then I thought, oh, okay, right, right, right. China manufactures the to- toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't considered any of those things. Yeah. So the basic plan is, you know, you want to avoid sick people. You, mm-hmm. And if you're sick, stay home. You want to make sure you wash your hands all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you, when you come in from outdoors, wash your hands immediately. Um, and, and don't touch your face. Or what about your, a hand sanitizer? Is that as effective? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. So um, I, cause I have seen like research recently saying that it's definitely not, actually, but it's probably better than nothing. Actually what I think would work would be better would be, you know, those towelettes that yeah. are, that are essential oils. Okay. Essential oils are really great. They're antiviral. And I would get carry around those uh, hand sanitizer uh, towelettes that are mm-hmm. essential oil and wipe you know wipe my hands down, wipe down the grocery cart. Make sure you don't touch your face until you get home and wash your hands. And then you want to get uh, something to clean the steering wheel of your car. You know, right, because there's like one thing leads to another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, but the, honestly, if it's living on inanimate objects for up to 27 days, you're going to get exposed eventually. It may not be this week or next month, but, you know, like this virus may go on for a long time. And it may just be kind of part of our next generation childhood disease really okay well i hope you're wrong but like if you're right i really i appreciate all of the ways right. that we can avoid it yeah. you know and for an adult if yeah. you already have an autoimmune disease and you, or you get sick a lot you have chronic sinus infections i wouldn't wait to start some of these immune boosting things that i have in my protocol to go ahead and um, you want to boost up your innate immune system to where it's like a child. Okay. Okay. When you boost the innate immune system, it automatically pushes down the adaptive. And the adaptive immune system is the part that gets revved up and gets polarized. And once they get going, you know, it's really, really tough to go in and, and block all of those, um, those, those cytokines from, from self-stimulating. Amazing. Well, I'm just blown away by all of the research that you've done and all of the suggestions that you have. And if anyone wants to learn more about your protocol or watch your webinar, which is going to be airing later this week, they can go to your website. Is that drgailclayton.com? Yes, that's D-R-G-A-I-L-C-L-A-Y-T-U-N, drgailclayton.com. Thank you for being my guest today, Dr. Clayton. And thank you all for listening. Um, this is Laura Max Rose, and you've been listening to Look Ma No Hands. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Look Ma No Hands. I'm Laura Max Rose, and you can follow me on Instagram at Laura Max Rose to stay up to date on upcoming episodes and the behind the scenes of my life with my own two daughters. If you like this episode and are enjoying Look Ma No Hands, the best way you can help me spread the word is to leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is the single best way to help me reach a larger audience and share these conversations with everyone who needs to hear them. If you love something you just heard, you can also take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media. There might be someone you know who needs to hear what you just heard, and that's another great way to make sure they do. Thank you for joining me every week. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. More next time. Mom.